Good morning, everybody. Kevin Draco with this dream house here along with Seth Mark and Kevin Kistner brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. This dream house, if you don't already know, is a program that's all about the home. We're going to talk renovations, remodels and converting your property into your dream house. And we're going to also uh, navigate common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying, selling homes. If you have any questions or comments, contact us by email at thisdreamhouse at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at thisdreamhouse. We'd love to hear from you all. Mr. Kistner, Super Bowl weekend. Oh, dude, it's finally here. Yeah. You know what's not here is our Broncos. <laughs> Again. <laughs> you know, the other day was the anniversary yeah, uh, uh, on Tuesday for for fifty for Super Bowl fifty. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was like, I had to share my video, me crying. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, look, I I think I told you, but I get to uh, fly out in a few hours to go down there. My son Christopher is a huge Eagles fan. Yeah, E A G L E S Eagles, and that's who I am taking, of course, because I could never root against my boy. Um, look, at the end of the day, Kev, I honestly think, in my opinion, the best two teams made it to the Super Bowl. And you can maybe make yeah. an argument yeah. of one or the other, whatever. Uh, I, so, look, I think the uh, season played out probably as it should, putting um, the best two teams uh, I, of course, don't have a ticket for the game, but we're going to just hang out at all the fun things that the, you know, you're right. It's an event just to be there. It's, and so we got tickets to the convention center and yes. so we'll go to the park. They have this whole ESPN is set up in Old Town. So make a nice little three, you know, two day visit out of this. And- let, me, let me give you some advice because I, I have gone to all the festivities in Phoenix back in 2014. Okay. I guess 2015. I'm all ears. If you think it's a celebrity. It's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, really. If you think it's that, maybe it's that actor, it's that actor. So go up and, like, do selfies real quick. Go take a selfie. Yeah, Ask yeah. them. You know, and if you go to Radio Row, which it's, it should be in the convention center. Oh, okay. Um, it w- at least was the two times I've gone. Just hang out. You will, you're not going to know who you're going to run into. That's awesome. I mean, Barry Sanders walking around. Then it's like, oh, there's Greg Olson. Oh, there's Adam Schefter. Oh, there's Ian You know, the kind of cool thing is I don't know people's faces, to be honest with you. I just don't, right? But my boy does. He's that They're, big of a fan, he's, right? He's he knows going everybody. to love it. He's going to love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, And it's the first time he's actually getting near a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, of course, the Eagles are in it, which is why I'm taking them. And, uh, yeah, we're just looking forward to it, man. So, all right, brother. All right. Game. Uh, I, as I already said, I am going Eagles because I would never, ever, ever root for the Chiefs. Ever. 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 Like Sean Payton said. That also includes the Raiders and the Chargers. There you ever. go. Um, however, I'm going to say Eagles 26-24. I feel like that's low scoring. Yeah, well, you know, in the Super Bowl, <laughs> well, it may be. But in the Super Bowl, you know, I mean, um, sometimes defense, you know, rises. And, I mean, it's not normally a shootout. These are two decent defenses. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to stick with that. You know, I, I th- I'm i really picking the Eagles. I they, I was never sold on them throughout the year. And I was like, no, they're going to flake. They're going to flake. And then, no, they just kept getting better and better and better. And I remember when people wanted Nick Sirianni fired after year one. They wanted to move on from Jalen Hurts quickly. And I said, you got to give these guys a year or two 
and look where they're at. Yeah, man. That's what that's what Patience. the Broncos should have done all these years yep. with their quarterbacks, but they never did. I'm taking the Eagles because four guys on that defensive line have more than ten sacks on the season. I don't know if that's ever been done. And maybe Mahomes has a little bit of a bum wheel. And the offensive line might be a little banged up for Casey. We'll okay. see. We'll see who if the injuries are all good and healthy there. I'm taking the Eagles. Wow. 31-23. I think Mahomes is going to struggle, maybe get some garbage points at the end. But I think that ankle. Could be an issue. It could be. And this defensive line is going to get after it. Well, here's the hoping. It's a fabulous game, buddy. Okay, everybody. Time for our first guest today. We have Amy Tomlin and Jeff Tomlin with MAD, Modern Architecture of Denver here. And you guys are in sort of the... Everything world, Amy, as I spoke to you prior to the show, but really uh, design, yeah, an architecture. And so um, I loved your story. Uh, Jeff, I hear you're a big musician. And it was a really kind of unique story as we talked about that. So let's talk a little bit about how you guys, uh, you know, formatted everything, how you got started. what, What got you interested in designing an architecture? Sure. Well, my husband's been in real estate for a number of years, and he had been asking me to join him for a while. And I'm just not a realtor. That's not for me. But Do you not like selling? I do not like selling, no. But I am very good at design, even party planning. And so a couple of years ago, he had some clients that needed a designer, and he didn't have anyone to recommend. So he suggested that I finally leave my other job and join him in just a different way. And so now I'm an interior designer. And did you grow up always wanting to be an interior designer? No, actually. It kind of just was a natural talent. And being married to a realtor, realtor, it kind of just came together. And Jeff is a musician, as you mentioned. He plays upright bass with jazz artists across the metro and we wanted to find a way to integrate that into his work. And so we created Mad, and he plays jazz gigs for his open houses. He has his fellow musicians join him, and it's really nice. His clients love it. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it is so uniquely different. I can't Im- Chef, have you ever heard anything like that in any open house? I mean, no. I, I think that's quite the thing no really normally it's normally when i go to an open house i get like a lukewarm cup of water so this is very very impressive <laughs> and, and, and jeff so um jazz obviously is what i heard and how did how did you first think about who came up with this idea to sort of mix the two things together uh that would be me so the idea originally was it was going to be mod after dark it was kind of like a take on Hugh Hefner from Playboy After Dark when he used to have the Rat Pack on doing, like, cool hip parties. And the idea was, oh, that's a way to integrate my jazz career into real estate where I sell nice homes and Wash Park, Cherry Hills, what have you. And the idea was, now we're going to have events and we're going to showcase architecture and design. From there, one of my clients is an architect, and he does renovations with us. His name's Ron Wells. And... The three of us got together, Amy, Ron, and I, and we started talking about how we could kind of blend this mod after dark idea into more of a cohesive business model. And that was when we started playing with the idea of, okay, Amy's the interior designer, Ron's the architect, Jeff's the real estate broker, and I also create events through my jazz career. And so we put it all together, and then Ron, the architect, was like, 
well, this is really Bauhaus. And if anyone knows anything about modern design, Bauhaus was the beginning of it all. 1920s in Germany, right after World War One. They were trying to rebuild the world and make it a better yeah. place. They wanted to integrate education, design, architecture, and make every product that someone could need to make their life better. Yeah, it was really designing everything in life. From, like Amy said, furniture, everything that was in the Bauhaus was about art and design and reinventing the world after this great calamity of World War One. That was what gave birth to what we know as mid-century modern architecture, which came later. And now, obviously, there's been a lot of, you know, modernism influences in new design that you see out there. But it really all came from Bauhaus. And so we decided it would be super cool. Bauhaus was an actual art school. And so the music and we have artists now at at MAD, painters and sculptors and people we work with. Amy curates art design for clients after we're complete with the interior design. They'll buy art. And then, you know, we just have a good time. There's videos on the website where you can see an actual MAD event where all of this comes together. And there's another interview with Ron and I. And that's modernarchitecturedenver.com or modernhomes.com. They both go to the same place. That's where you can read about everything we do. You know, I was as I was listening to this description and I gave uh, Amy a nod as you were talking, I love MidMod. I've been talking about it ad nauseum on air <laughs> with a lot of our, uh, our designers. I, and, you know, moving We have ba- three of those coming on for sale, by the way. Nice. Yes. We, uh, we, we moved back here from North Carolina where we owned a historic home. And it was quite so it was all, you know, 17, 1800s that we were very much into our designing. And then when we, we bought a, a or we, we came back, we didn't buy anything. We decided, well, let's rent till we figure out. But we wanted to be in the city. So we're in this really kind of, I, I feel, hip uh, apartment that had this real mid mod vibe. So I was setting up mid mod stuff. And my wife's like, oh, are you sure? Like she, <laughs> she had no idea, right? She was not liking it and we and we we drove back from north carolina and we're in hotels across the country and almost to a hotel they were all mid-mod yeah <laughs> it was great right and she goes i said see honey i know what i'm talking i had no idea what i was talking about but <laughs> i knew what i liked and your description of of sort of the music and and i was trying to think there's uh there's some videos out there in these downtown city apartments and they're kind of got the sunken floor yeah and they're all playing sure. music um that is my vision of like the coolest thing ever in life right? that's what it was supposed to be exactly yeah. that it was the hip kind of madman you know frank sinatra palm springs hugh hefner kind of party yeah. where you just have cool, interesting people, architects, designers, and they're all co-mingling and talking about the Art. property. Yeah. yeah. Art and the property. And I'm there as your host kind of doing the music thing. Um, yeah. And, I mean, we have many videos where we've done exactly this, and we've got three more big mid-century projects that will be on the market soon. Wow. Um, Where, and are they in Denver? Oh, yes. Yeah. And are, do you pretty much exclusively Denver market? No. Uh, we do mostly Cherry Hills Village, to be honest. Um, so the property's coming on. One is in Cherry Hills. The other ones are in Arapahoe Acres, which anyone who's mid-mod aficionados, that's like the it neighborhood of mid-century homes in Denver. Yeah. It was the first neighborhood uh, in the, the country to be on the National Register of Historic Places for a mid-century modern neighborhood. Coincidentally, it was the owner of the very house that we bought and live in that got that set up. Oh, Wow. We yeah. bought it from her estate eventually. Very cool. Very cool. And so 
if someone was to come to you, they could do sort of any one of the things that you described, right? There's all these things yes. going on in your business, the or they can combine Correct. sort of all of them together. Is that sort of the, yes. the, so, the idea behind it? Real estate, investment, renovation, new build, art curation. You need a jazz artist for yeah, a party you're right throwing. On. We have all of it. Yeah. And, you know, I, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the jazz part. Uh, uh, but we do have to take a break and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Denver's largest appliance and mattress dealer. Unbeatable savings at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, 60% off President's Day sale today. Incredible savings on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock with same day delivery available. Guaranteed we beat Lowe's and Depot's sale prices up to 60% off GE, Samsung, KitchenAid, LG, and more. Rest test the latest mattress innovations Tempur-Pedic to Sealy, Purple to Dream Cloud in stock and available at unbeatable savings. Say big at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom 60% off. President's Day sale going on now. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Okay, everybody, we are back with Amy Tomlin and Jeff Tomlin with MAD, Modern Architecture of Denver, or Denver, I should say. And so I did want to talk a little bit. We talked a lot about mid-mod um, which I love. I, I, we could do the whole show on mid-mod. However, you obviously sell real estate in other markets besides, you know, modern homes and I'm sure just homes in general in all parts of the area. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, I've been selling real estate of all kinds, penthouses, private estates, um, traditional colonial. Land. Yeah, and land deals. And we do our own projects through Matt as well, which you can find on the website. Um, and so, Yeah. We just and Amy has so much talent with her interior design that I think it's important to kind of follow up with her on how this real estate translates to design because we help people find properties or sell them, of course. And then the theory is Amy comes in as like the secret weapon that I have as a realtor of, okay, you guys want to talk about redoing your bath, your kitchen, whatever it may be. That's where Amy comes in and her design aesthetic is just off the charts, in my opinion. Yeah, and so, you know, I was thinking about, you know, and I'm sure you face it all the time, right? I love, you know, of course, I watch HGTV, and uh, uh, I actually got to be on one of those shows, and it's a quite interesting process. However, my question for you, you get the people that go, oh, the walls are blue, or whatever color they are, right? And, yes. Uh, uh, do you get that at all? Yes. <laughs> And that's why Jeff says I'm a secret weapon, because he can go into a house that looks like it's a dump and it needs a complete renovation. It truly does. And he can say, don't worry, my wife can help you. She can come in and she can see everything that you want it to be. And she and I was going to say and I was talking right along with you and (laughs) and you can, um, you know, put that vision right away for somebody so that they can see through any other sort of concerns that they may have. What's your favorite type of design? I know you do mid-mod, but you do a whole lot more than that. So what is your favorite to decorate? Let's go with that. So I do a lot of mid-century. That is accurate. But my favorite would actually be colonial. Think of New England-style homes with the wallpaper and the wainscoting. Love that look. Awesome. And and again, it goes to show the versatility, right? I don't think you want to... You, you want to be versatile in what you do. What are you seeing in trends out there? Again, I want to remove it from the mid-mod because I do think that person that's going into that scale probably tends to lead at least to mid-mod or modern, yes. right? 
Um, so what are the hot designing trends as you see them right now? And I hope it's out of the uh, country chic. <laughs> Yes, the grand millennial and country chic. I think what I am seeing right now is a resurgence of Art Deco. The same way that names are cyclical and fashion is cyclical, right now I'm seeing that Art Deco is trying to come back. And the way that it's coming back is through the arches. Arches are coming back. Mm. The more rich jewel tones, but in a more muted way, those are coming back. And so it does actually still play really well to modernism in that it can tie into the sleek and the walnut tones. They can play together. That Art Deco sort of, when did that movement, when was it its strongest? Because I have a thought, but I don't want to be wrong, and Chef is always quick to point out when oh, I'm wrong. Oh, absolutely. I'm right there. I the, mean, I, I said something wrong about muscles, and I've never yeah, heard, I like to heard kick the you, end of it. I like to kick you when you're down. You know that. But, so that's why I'm asking this question first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was right after Art Nouveau, uh, the 20s, 30s, okay, around so I was, there. See, I was right. and I, I. But, so I guess my point is this. Uh, I love mysteries, mystery shows, especially uh, British mystery shows. And I'm watching a part of Perot where it seems like Perot is now into this art deco yes. uh, type scenario in the episodes that I'm watching. And so it was really, I was really intrigued to hear you say that because I was like, oh, I just noticed that. Well, murder mysteries lend themselves perfectly to Art Deco. All of the richness and the dark colors, it's perfect for a mystery. Yeah, and speaking of colors, give me um, in sort of the living space, but another one that is very near and dear to us would be the kitchen space, right? What are we seeing from color palettes now? So we have been seeing a lot of wood tones, a lot of natural wood. And for the painted look, we're still seeing some off-whites, some greens, some navies. Is gray still hot or is that gone? No, thankfully. Please yeah. <laughs> please do not put gray floors of any kind in your house. I love it. Yeah, because it, honestly, I found, you know, and, and my wife actually likes gray. It's not, a, it's not an indictment on her, but I was like, it's kind of boring. Yes. You know? Well, I have a question when it comes to design, and I like to ask every designer this question. What... Is it possible to have timeless design? And if so, what does that look like to you? I think that's a perfect question. I think you can achieve timeless design if you design to the house. For instance, if you go into a Spanish colonial and the inside is Scandinavian and stark, you're going to have cognitive dissonance, and it's not going to be timeless. But if you design that Spanish colonial with elements of modernism, some black, some white, some natural wood floors, you can tie it together and make your house timeless and make it feel like a home. Do, do you see, and I know this is kind of a little bit of opposite of what you said, but I mean, is minimalism, to me, I'm totally into minimalism now. You know why? It's a whole lot less to clean. <laughs> no, it just, it, it just looks right right now. And maybe right. for what I chose, it looks right. But are you seeing people going more that way or no, not really? I've seen a little bit of pushback in that. Um, people having more things more rugs, more vibrant colors. But I think it's something like that is more dependent on how you live. Do sure. you live minimalistically? I'd like to think that I do. We don't <laughs> ultimately. At some point I make it minimalist because I'm just tired of it all. Yeah. Um, but, I think <laughs> in my experience, minimalism requires um, a lot of discipline to pick up your clothes and put them away all the time. Yes. yes. And, and, you know, for us, for our apartment, to be very honest with you, 
we ha- I have that. I certainly have that because the other thing I like is I don't have to worry. Somebody's coming over and I go, oh, crap, <laughs> give me time. You know, right. I, I, it, it's pretty much ready to go, you know. Maybe an extensive trip to the container store. Ah, yes. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, who? Ha- <laughs> how many people realistically have discipline to make sure that everything is put away, facing forward, you know, kind well, of... Well, that's a- just not how people live. I don't think so. No. Yeah. You know, there's the mom that frantically cleans before every holiday that's dinner. Right. That's life. Mm-hmm. That is life. Yeah, indeed. Um, okay, so I've, I've got another question. Uh, how, is there a way to design around somebody who maybe... Um, is a clutter bug or <laughs> hates cleaning their house. Like, yes. What are the tricks there? There are pieces of furniture that come with storage in them. You can get an ottoman that opens. You can put your blankets in it. You can get sea tables to go beside your couch so that your drink is there, your snack is there. There are ways to hide things. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not a clutter bug, but someone I live with. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, she's not yeah. listening. I, I know she doesn't listen to the show, so I can call her out. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're I don't, wouldn't say we're at odds, but, um, you know, compromise on both our parts. Well, what you could do is you could tell her, hey, let's go to Target together and just walk around and then take her to the section that has all the cute baskets and be like, hey, what do you think of these? Oh, my god. There gosh. you go. Oh, that is the way first hand advice. Heart. Yes. Oh, a trip to Target, a Target date. Yes. Stop oh at gosh. Starbucks first. Butter her up. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Jeff, back to you, real quick. Couple real quick questions. Talk about the real estate market in Denver. I was just watching today. They had this whole sort of um, spot. Uh, really, they were talking about owning and actually renting, and and they talked about how steep. Uh, the rent has gone down since I think they said since twenty or twenty one it was forty percent, uh, and they think it's going to continue. And certainly, the real estate has settled down from, um, you know, everybody just driving sort of prices, and there seems to be more inventory. And they can cont- they say what I heard today was they expect it to continue to have more availability for the market to cool a little bit. What are you finding? They love to write articles like that about real estate, but the reality is, is it meaningful inventory? And what I'm experiencing is taking buyers out, everybody wants something special for their money, whether it's 500, a million, two, three, it doesn't matter. They all want something special that's most likely going to be at the top of their budget. Those special properties sell quickly no matter what the market's doing. Mm. And That's interesting. I've I've seen in Cherry Hills Village, and that might not be relatable to other parts of Denver, but lately in Cherry Hills, everything's selling, um, and at very high prices over list on very expensive luxury homes. Bidding wars are happening again. Yeah. So like that's like a three to four mm, million price That's point. a real interesting perspective. So there's some safety and security in the market. However, it's, it has to be looked at in each specific price point and area. In other words... You can't – people love to say, like, the market, there's more inventory, therefore everything's okay. Well, that doesn't relate to Lakewood, to Wash Park, to this area. All of those are micro areas, and you need a broker to really look into that to answer the question accurately. But what I will say is that, you know, finding a, a good property is always a challenge in Colorado because of just inventory shortages. And the homes out there, I don't mind saying, are generally not great. That Which is are why sale. we do what we do. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and, and and one last question for me, because we are running short on time. But 
you know, going back to the music and specifically jazz, I don't think most people realize what a great city Denver is for jazz. Absolutely. There's a lot of world-renowned musicians that live in Denver, and I think if people want to go see good jazz in Denver, go to Rhino any Monday night. You'll see my buddies at the Meadowlark, and they do a jazz jam there every Monday night, and they're scattered throughout the city through the rest of the week. But that one in particular is like, it's showing how jazz, especially among young people, is becoming cool and interesting again. Right. Just like Art Deco is becoming cool and interesting, as Amy pointed out with design, the music world is starting to re-gravitate towards jazz and be like, oh, wait a minute, Louis Armstrong's cool again. I mean, it's kind of funny. Was well, he ever not cool, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. They just forgot about him for right. a minute. I couldn't agree more. It was great having you both on. How do people contact you? Um, you can just go to the website, modernarchitecturedenver.com. If that's too annoying to type, you can just put modernhomesdenver.com. It'll take you right to the website. It's real obvious, all the contact info. Amy's company is technically Apricus Design. That's Latin for sunlight, Apricus. And I'm on Instagram, and our phone numbers are on the website. Yeah. Jeff Tomlin with an A, Amy Tomlin, also spelled with an A. Um, you can find us on the website. And um, You know, we talked about TV shows. I hope we see you guys on it. I think it'd be a very unique model on, on sort of a show we haven't seen. That would Set be true. Yeah, Set us that, up. We don't have the connection. Awesome. All right, everybody. It's time for our... 10-second tips with Chef Mark. Yeah. Are you all set over there? I am ready. I promise you, I have a somewhat difficult question. Not difficult. It could be difficult to explain in 10 seconds. Oh, okay. I'll give you that hint, Mr. Kistner. Over or under? I want to go over. You know? Two-parter. I just think Chef has a way of making us wrong <laughs> and wanting us to be wrong, and he takes joy in it. I mean, oh, we don't even know if he's accurate either. I know, I know, right? We go, oh, okay, that sounds like you, right. I love that you guys take my word for it. And, yes. But has anybody has anybody written in and said, this guy's full of junk? No. Okay, there you go. But I'm going to start Googling you uh, to make sure. Uh, That's Actually, fair. and, you know, we are last guest, yes. actually, he confirmed you were correct. He knew Thank the you. answer yes, to the yes. question. We had another asking. food expert. Unlike me, who knows nothing about what we I'm We had asking. another food expert come in here, uh, Mike from Avelina. He asked a very yeah. challenging question, Yeah, uh, and I got it in under four seconds. Yeah. So I'll take just it. Just to prove us wrong. But okay, so I'm going to go with the under. Kev's with the over. Okay. So it just depends on who you want to make right, Chef. <laughs> all right. Uh, I followed right. him on TikTok today, too. So oh, there you go. He yeah. might be nicer to me. <laughs> Chef Mark is on TikTok. What's, how do they get you, Chef Mark? Yeah. It's just my name, Chef Mark Kalix. Uh, it's spelled uh, K-A-L-I-X. And I'm on all the all the socials, but recently I've been doing a lot of TikToks. Uh, is that what Because you're young say? and hip. Y- yes, it's absolutely. No one, no. no one ever. <laughs> all right, buddy. Here we go. Ready? So I was picked on from Abilena because I call them pay muscles. A uh, little embarrassing now uh, because so it's they P-E-I. are. P-E-I. It's actually P-E-I, a anagram. Edward Island Muscles. muscles. Yes. Okay. So two-part question for okay. you. Uh, one, how are they collected? Okay. And two, what makes them so special? Ooh, okay, that's... Wait. Uh, whoa. Go. Um, they're typically grown on a long string out in the ocean, and then they pull that string up, and it gets cut off the string, which is why you have to de-beard a muscle. And then... Oh, I've always part two. Darn it. Part two was... Uh, what makes them so special? That was 11 seconds right there. Should I keep going? Well, no, I... Uh, 
I win. <laughs> you win. I love how you guys move the goalposts on me. But okay. That's how we do. But that, let's let's okay. answer the second question. What 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 makes them so special? Um, it's the cold water. It allows them to grow very slowly, so they have they're packed full of flavor. Well, there you go. And and they were, by the way. Okay, good. They yeah, they were amazing. Yes, yeah. And I'm glad that I. Uh, you asked me two questions, now, so be, I feel like I should have gotten now, 20 now, seconds. Now, real quick question. <laughs> we had mussels in Belgium. Okay. Possibly why I liked the pie mussels. The pie mussels, <laughs> yeah. Uh, why I liked them, I have to tell you, the mussels in Belgium mm-hmm. were just incredible, and they were in a white wine garlic sauce, just so you know. Delicious. Um, But... You, is there a specific style they would use? You know, I am not sure. I feel should like, ask that question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, it's definitely a cold water thing. You know, there's like hot, uh, warm water and cold water lobsters. There's a lot of different, but c- certain shellfish, mussels, um, oysters, clams just are better in cold water. So, yeah, and I, everywhere you went in, in, in that in, country, yeah. there was like mussels was like, it just seemed like everybody ate mussels. It's, it's got to be like the English Channel or something. I'm, I, I have to imagine. It, I, you it, were the one that was just I, there. I, you I, tell I, me. I, well, I wasn't just there. I was there three years ago. But all I know is the mussels, mussels are amazing. even like, better. Yeah. Like when me and my wife talk about that trip, it, 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 undoubtedly, it goes to the muscles of is, here. Is this show just slowly devolving into a food show? Sometimes. Okay. Well, that's why I have a chef as a partner here, so he can help me through this mess. Um, but I'm going to give you homework. Okay. Ooh. I want you to find out why the, the what makes the muscles in Belgium so incredible. Next 10-second tip, I can talk about that? Sure. Love no, it. because you'll have the answer. You'll that is true. That, that is true. Not a, uh, okay. But I would like to know the answer, and I okay. know you're the guy that can find out. I'm going to find out. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope you had a good time. Uh, join us next week, Saturday, 8 a.m., back here on The Fan for this dream house. Have a good day, everybody.